0: A lot of services um, and programs that we have are specifically designed for refugees coming through the institute, Mm -hmm. but we do have some services and programs that are also accessible to immigrants. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Members on Air
1: and HCC podcast. This is our brand new podcast and it's our third episode of the year. Today we have Carlos Suarez, he's the Community Support Manager at the International Institute of St. Louis. Uh, before we get talking to you Carlos I just want to remind everybody to follow us on our social media accounts Facebook Instagram LinkedIn Twitter Uh, like and subscribe our YouTube video uh, YouTube channel and now talking with Carlos Suarez like I previously mentioned he's the Community Support Manager at the International Institute of St. Louis Uh, just tell us a little bit about who Carlos Suarez is
0: well thank you so much Miguel for having me uh, today and excited to be here and share more about the work of the International Institute but myself, uh, born and raised here in St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, Cuban descent. My father's from Cuba, uh, and also some Lebanese in my background. But um, you know, I was working with a, as a community support manager at the International Institute. I oversee work with our partners, mm-hmm. uh, with community partners here in the St. Louis community that are working alongside new arrivals or, or newcomers to the St. Louis region of uh, refugees and immigrants. Mm-hmm. Um, making their welcome to St. Louis a Mm -hmm. very uh, nice and uh, great experience, Mm -hmm. as well as overseeing a lot of logistical components that that incorporates, such as uh, transportation and coordinating with volunteers, uh, housing, and and the work that goes into establishing um, housing for those that are coming newly, um, and the likes. Um, You know, as as being born and raised here, Went to school here as well. Uh, Graduated with a uh, bachelor's in business administration and international business from the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Um, I've been working predominantly in the nonprofit or international NGO space Mm -hmm. uh, for most of my adult career and uh, for another NGO for for several years. And then also here in the startup space um, here in the St. Louis community and out of cortex uh, a little bit, so, um, and now, back in, in that uh, sweet spot of kind of, you know, that nonprofit mission-driven work, mm-hmm. uh, especially yeah. working with a lot of diverse individuals. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And as a community support manager, well, we, we've been together for like an hour maybe, and you've gone like a thousand calls. So I, I know that you're probably really busy. You we're talking about logistics. Um, I'm assuming you're gonna, you have to like coordinate everything that's going on for like immigrants, people that are coming here. And everything, and that's like that's like your job at the International Institute. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the International Institute. Like, what's the mission, the vision, why, why it's important in St. Louis?
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, the International Institute of St. Louis was established in 1919, uh, so we're celebrated our 103rd anniversary uh, in, the, in recent past. And <clears throat> our mission and vision is to create a welcoming and inclusive society. Uh, by by welcoming immigrants and refugees to create uh, a welcoming prosperous and healthy region mm-hmm. for all so that's our core mission and the work that we do um, connects a lot of the, the resources here in the community um, we serve the people um, through through those connections as well as uh, diversifying um, the the resources that are available for the mm-hmm. clients and, and building upon that and really being an advocates for mm-hmm. refugees here in yeah. the community and immigrants. Mm-hmm. And like uh, you you were just mentioning refugees,
1: right? Um, I saw on your website you guys have a refugee uh, resettlement program. Um, how does that work, and, and what is that?
0: So. The International Institute of St. Louis is a resettlement agency and and we're the sole resettlement agency for the St. Louis region Mm -hmm. in the state of Missouri or we have offices throughout the state as well Um, but what that means is that we work with federal partners in receiving refugees so those that are designated as a refugee or have refugee status mm-hmm. and welcoming them to the st louis region and um, helping them get established uh, with with creating a new life here uh, refugee is someone who's um, you know fleeing from persecution mm-hmm. based on uh, religion uh, violence conflict um, discrimination mm-hmm. so <clears throat> we're providing a safe harbor or experience um, here in the St. Louis community or in the United States uh, for refugees as well as other parts of the world, but um, here we're able to provide that um, level of comfort for those mm-hmm. that are reestablishing a life and looking forward to a brighter future. Yeah, no, that's uh, that that's awesome. You said that you guys take care of the re- refugees
1: and immigrants that are coming into the St. Louis uh, area. Are you guys the only ones doing that in St. Louis?
0: Well, in terms of a resettlement agency for refugees, uh, yes, but. I mean, we work with a lot of partners that are supporting the work. So Mm -hmm. um, it can't just be done by one organization or group or individual, it's done by collective work. So we work a lot with community partners, the government, city of St. Louis, the state, um, and a number of entities to to really collaborate and make um, really St. Louis known and welcoming for not just refugees, but immigration and attracting Mm -hmm. talent to the St. Louis community.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's great, especially because I know well refugees in particular, but Im- immigrants are not refugees as well when they come to a different country. Like the the um, transition from like your culture, your country to to the United States in this example, like it can be very uh, stressful and like scary and like um, a lot of people might not even know the language. And you guys also, I know that you guys I saw that you guys help with education. Mm-hmm. And you, when 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 you say education, do you guys do like English classes, Spanish, like what? What kind of education do you mean by that?
0: So English class, uh, sorry, education. um, We have an entire, you know, department dedicated to education for those that um, you know want to are are coming to St. Louis and Mm -hmm. and those that want to utilize those services. And that stems from anywhere from English classes, basic to more uh, advanced. It includes uh, computer literacy and, you know. For those that are, are needing more um, <coughs> to improve those computer skills because you know computer is essential to also really success and in, in, yeah. in many things so mm-hmm. uh, those core elements are, are really key and also um, classes for becoming a US citizen oh, okay. um, and and professional development or transitioning into a new career uh, especially someone who had a professional mm-hmm. um, you know role of like a doctor or um, a physician <coughs> lawyer that you know might not translate or transfer here um like being the
1: the yeah and Cause i'm pretty sure if you're a doctor somewhere else you can't be a doctor here right yeah i you know, yeah. pretty much start from scratch exactly
0: so we have um our careers to pathways um that helps with those kind of uh, situations okay and lots of support to help with um, connections and, and a workforce development team. Yeah.
1: Okay. And like I know you, you touched a little bit of, about like people that come with different um, being a doctor, or being a lawyer, and then having to come here and not being able to do that. You guys also have like you, you guys help with careers. Um, just d- dig a
0: little bit into that. Like what what kind of careers do you have? You guys help them with? And yeah. Well, I would say it really depends on the skills and. Um, know what the client is looking to achieve and accomplish uh, you know from refugees that are coming to st. Louis we have an entire workforce solutions team mm-hmm. that is uh, working with one employers that want to hire talent through the inter- from the International Institute that mm-hmm. are coming here mm-hmm. knowing what skills that they're looking for what location um, you know their needs what they're providing and also pairing matching that with the skill sets of the clients that are coming through, mm. looking to where, see what, what skill sets clients have and best matching that with employers. So we've had, uh, over the course of the last year, a, a lot of outreach um, from different employers from the region to the International Institute. And, and so our work for Solutions really helps be that, I guess, matchmaker mm-hmm. uh, from job seeker to then, or find that career path mm-hmm. um, in the best way okay. for the client. So does anybody that like,
1: as an example, if I'm just, I'm an immigrant but I don't know anything from the International Institute, can I just go there and, and ask about careers and you guys will guide me or do you guys just do that with, with certain individuals?
0: A lot of services um, and, and programs that we have are specifically designed for refugees coming through the Institute, Mm -hmm. but we do have some services and programs that are also accessible to immigrants in the St. Louis community. I would say some of this just limited, but uh, Mm -hmm. we are, you know, our vision is to really be a a focal point for the St. Louis community for, for immigrants and refugees. Okay. Okay. You guys have also been, well, you,
1: you said you guys are already starting to do that because I know you've been heavily involved, um, the creation of new African Chamber of Commerce. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that I don't know how much you can you can go into detail or not before they are actually um,
0: well happy to share more Uh, yeah for sure yeah so part of our uh, strategic plan or for our our planning for the for the year in the last couple years is was the establishment of an Afghan Chamber of Commerce we learned from the resettlement time when the Bosnians came in the 90 that establishing businesses and economic opportunities for for new newcomers to the st. Louis region that was really helped the community thrive mm-hmm. and help um, those with, especially with entrepreneurial skill sets, to thrive. Mm-hmm. And so establishing an Afghan Chamber of Commerce is a k- pivotal part. The reason why we're establishing an Afghan Chamber is because uh, we're creating critical mass. Mm-hmm. There's, we've resettled over around 800 individuals in the okay. last year specifically from Afghanistan mm-hmm. here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. There's also an existing Afghan community here in St. Louis mm-hmm. and we're expecting more Afghans to come. Yeah. And one way to attract also more Afghans, not just from um, through resettlement, but other Afghans from the U.S. through mm-hmm. the secondary migration. Okay. So, so
1: like not only coming straight from Afghanistan, but also like may, they, they
0: might be all over the, the states. Exactly, so we're creating a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. and. We believe that establishment of the Afghan Chamber will help attract talent, mm-hmm. resources, businesses to set up, establish, and be successful here in the region. Um, we've also created more opportunities to support those these businesses, mm-hmm. such as a entrepreneur business grant competition, oh, okay. that's a $15,000 grant to go towards an um, uh, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. and. So how, what Likewise. is that? How, how does that work? How can someone apply for that or? Well, so we have an application online actually until mm-hmm. January 28th okay. uh, for the second round of the grant. Mm-hmm. Um, restrictions include an uh, in Afghan and have arrived to St. Mm-hmm. Louis mm-hmm. Uh, after August. But <clears throat> so you have to be an Afghan, you have to be, you have to be in St. Louis since August of last year? August of 2021. 2021, okay. Yeah, okay. after. August of 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some of those are the required tier because we want to give these opportunities to those that are coming fairly new uh, to the St. Louis community. Mm. Um, we have provided a grant already to a, a local mechanic shop owner uh, who had recently established a mechanic shop within about six months of coming to the St. Louis community mm, okay. and uh, and has been successful since and is. Trying to raise capital to invest in more equipment, to mm-hmm. hire, mm-hmm. grow, um, be able to do more business. So um, okay. that's been a great success story, and and this Afghan Chamber of Commerce is really to build a community okay. around that, mm-hmm. um, and be a, a beacon for connecting businesses, and and building that professional development for the Afghan community, and and we're excited to host the official grand launch. Um, February 10th. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Congrats. And, and happy to have partnered with the Hispanic Chamber yeah. on, on the former uh, location. So Yeah, no,
1: we're happy to help with um, whatever you guys, whatever they need, we'll be, we're, we're, we're happy to help. Um, moving on a little bit um, on your website, well, I think it's like a big, big thing here in St. Louis, I, I saw it last year too, the Festival of Nations. Uh, you guys organized that event. Um, just tell us a little bit about for people who don't know, which I think is very very few people because the majority of the people know.
0: Yeah, no thanks. So the Festival of Nations is an annual uh, multicultural celebration to bridge cultures and inspire action. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> features a ton of amazing talent and artists throughout the course of two days, um, typically in Tower Grove Park that's held every year. Late summer in August. Um, this past year, it hosted over two hundred thousand people in the park over that weekend. That's awesome. And we're really excited to continue to evolve the festival and how mm-hmm. to really, you know, share culture from around the world yeah. and inspire people to um, want to educate, connect, and um, really inspire. Uh, what it means to to live in a diverse and inclusive community. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Festival of Nations really does a great job of representing that, work with a lot of of vendors who are even previous clients of ours that have come to St. Louis. Um, A lot of great stakeholders from the St. Louis community support it. Um, And it's a really great family-friendly event that people enjoy from celebrating with music, dance, culture, food especially, Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, this year, we're also looking to host it at uh, Tower Grove Park again mm-hmm. okay. uh, last last weekend of August. So. Mm-hmm. That's
1: awesome! I, th- I hope everything goes well. How can someone, if a vendor's listening to us or watching the the YouTube video, how can how can they like reach out? Do they just reach out to you guys? if they're going to be a?
0: Well, stay posted. We'll yeah. make announcements mm-hmm. when it comes to vendors, especially for. For food and artists, mm-hmm. um, and so those announcements will will be made shortly. For sure, for sure. I, I know we're still in, still well, in January, but we'll be working with the
1: chamber. I'm sure yeah. and I'm promoting yeah. that for, for sure, well. for sure. Plus, you know, um, I closed my eyes in November and then I opened them back, and it's mid, mid January already. <laughs> exactly. So that's also why I brought it up. Time goes by really fast. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Um, I don't know if you. I don't think you've mentioned this. Have you? When 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 an immigrant comes here. Can you guys uh, give them, like, immigration advice? Or, or do you guys have someone that you refer them to, like, immigration status or, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, so when someone comes here, uh, we do have an immigration department that mm, works okay. uh, with individuals. You know, there's different, maybe, statuses, mm-hmm. uh, immigration status, but, um, you know, when <clears throat> it's it's really essential for, us to work alongside the clients and and so that they know um and can apply for like a green card for example Mm -hmm. after a few Mm -hmm. years of being here um and and know what the next steps of the process are so for one they're not stuck in limbo or or you know confused because the legal system here is extremely confusing yeah (laughs) it really is and 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 two is provide a pathway to to citizenship and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, if they so choose so yeah yeah
1: no that's that's great. Um, are those are those services like the some do that people they have to pay for them? Or are those are those free for you? Like, could you guys provide them? How does how does that work?
0: Um, we do have, I, I believe, um, a combination of okay. some that's included, but also we do have fee for service uh, gotcha. that are provided um, at the institute. Okay. How can someone
1: get involved with the institute? Yeah. So, actually, or, or donate at the same time. Maybe volunteer. Maybe donating. All the above. Donating. Yeah. All the above.
0: Yeah. So, volunteering is actually a huge part of the work that goes on at the International mm-hmm. Institute. We couldn't do even half as much of the work if it weren't for volunteers. You know? Okay. And so, volunteers, for one, they can get involved um, through a number of our programs and departments that have specific needs. So, depending on what somebody's interested in doing mm-hmm. um, or their skill sets, they can volunteer at the International Institute. We also host, uh, I would say, almost monthly volunteer orientations. So, mm-hmm. really shares the work that we're doing, but also shares how they can get involved and and what that impact is going to look like. Yeah, uh, I would say. Some of the core volunteering opportunities are working along the resettlement or our workforce providing uh, interview workshops skills okay. Okay. And, and resume building to mm-hmm. setting up apartments as we're welcoming newcomers with housing um, as well as uh, or if you want to pair and support a family we can also oh, okay. create that um, opportunity because it really helps uh, integration and, mm-hmm. and working alongside a family and, and building strengthening the fabric of our community through that kind of support. Um, we do have also accept in-kind donations, especially mm-hmm. household items okay. that are going into apartments as mm-hmm. we set them up, and and also. What mon- do you mean?
1: Like you mean like couches, sofas, or like what do you mean, what do you mean by that?
0: I would say more along the lines of uh, microwaves, oh, okay, pots and pans, mm-hmm. silverware. <clears throat> um, more of those items uh, are, are extremely helpful because um, we do set up apartments right before mm-hmm. someone arrives or a family arrives mm. we also i mean always accept donations we're a profit <laughs> organization yeah, sure. so yeah. that always goes a long way to support our mission
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that's that's uh that's great
1: anything else you would like to tell our viewers our listeners before we wrap it up
0: well so this year also marks a big year of, of launching our Multicultural Center oh, okay. Excellence in, in honor of Anna Crossland, our former president and CEO, and we'll, we'll be launching that here in the spring. And that's going to be a way of fostering multiculturalism here mm-hmm. for organizations, individuals, companies mm-hmm. that want to be uh, more inclusive and diverse and really have a sense of, of what it means to share other perspectives. Yeah. And so there's going to be a lot of cool programming, events, activities—a awesome. way for the community to really engage and, and you know think outside the box. So we're really looking forward to the launch um, later this spring, and, and we hope you know to have everyone more involved in that process. No,
1: that's uh, th- that's great. I didn't I did I didn't know that. I hope I hope everything goes well. I'm, I'm assuming you're going to be very busy in the next <laughs> next couple of months as well. But well, there's always something <laughs> new going on. So we're, <laughs>
0: got a lot of exciting
1: uh, ideas. it's a nonprofit, so that <laughs> <laughs> too well thank you Carlos for uh, for being here with us today um, I, I appreciate
0: you being our guest thank you so much Miguel and it was great uh, speaking with you and sharing more and looking also forward to more uh, collaboration with the Hispanic Chamber and, and uh, you know expanding our collaborative work together
1: well thank you uh, that, that, that's great we have reached the end of members on air I am Miguel Rencan Carlos Suarez and we'll see you guys in the next one